2: home.
1: It's week two in the XFL season. Are you buying? Are you selling? Our next guest, he is all out on the XFL. You might know him as the couch slouch. Norman Chad writes a syndicated column and appears in The Washington Post and joins us on the phone on a Friday. Good to have you, Couch Slouch. Dave Briggs, Ross Tucker, you say playing XFL games on the heels of the NFL's grandest game is like going from Paris, Texas, right after going to Paris, France. Well said. What else is it like?
2: <laughs> well, you know, I have nothing against the XFL, but I'm 60 years old, and I just don't need to watch one more football game uh, before my death. And if it's going to be one more football game, it's going to be the NFL.
0: So, Norman, uh, you know, by the way, big fan of of a lot of your work. Good to talk with you. But we don't need more football guy usually strikes me as a guy that doesn't really like football that much anyway. And you probably love baseball. You probably watch like 100 games of baseball a year, don't you?
2: You know, Ross, one of the reasons I've always loved the NFL is it's just once a week. You just concentrate every Sunday or Monday night. Uh, baseball, basketball, hockey, which I have to watch for professional reasons, they wear me out. So that argument's not going to work with me. I, I love I love pro I love the NFL. Uh, I just think year round I like a change of seasons, even though I live in Los Angeles. So I just think year round anything, particularly uh, the NFL uh, is or pro football is not a good idea. I love the idea of it ends and then you, you kind of ramp up and you anticipate it. Uh, you know, like you don't want porterhouse steak three times a week. Yeah, you, know, you have it once a month, once a year. You, you, you look forward to it. So I, I look forward to pro football and I look forward for the time off.
0: Yeah, Norman, I think that's probably all fair. Um, but I've also seen you recently tweeting about NBA regular season. So would you really rather watch NBA regular season than the XFL with the new rules and dudes playing football and we can actually hear the coaches and the players and the, and the refs, you'd rather watch NBA regular season than that?
2: Yes. I, as I told you, first of all, if the NBA goes on too long, uh, the hockey goes on too long. But, however, I, I do like switching from sport to sport. I think the XFL has got great rules. I think the XFL, as, as we've seen with the ABA before the NBA, as we saw with the AFL before the NFL, some of the rules that they have will be adopted by the NFL. So I think the XFL, by the way, when I watch the games, the, the games look good. Uh, they look like pro football. And the new rules are great. Uh, however, my, my point, again, is right after that Super Bowl ends, uh, for instance, the Pro Bowl used to be the week after the Super Bowl. Thank God they moved that. The Pro Bowl, which is the most worthless all-star game ever, got triple or quadruple the ratings of whatever the XFL did last week. So, yeah, I have no interest in watching more football. Uh, you know, I like to go to the beach. You know, I like to work out. I'm pretty ripped. So, in the off offseason, uh, <laughs> I just don't want to – I just do not want to watch more pro football. By the way, for all of that, I, you know, you know, and I read a humor column, guys, and, you know, I'm – I take a position and I just try to make jokes. So I'm not all that serious for all of that on my, my new YouTube channel, which I started last week to, to today. I'll be debuting my NFL picks, my XFL uh, picks against the spread for the week. So even though I don't want to deal with it, I will deal with it because I know people are interested in it. So, you know, I can take any position I need.
1: <laughs> so you are a sports windsock, The couch slouch writes, Uh, It's like visiting the border wall right after visiting the Great Wall of China. Uh, Week one, what did you like? What did you hate? Uh,
2: What I loved, uh, among other things, as you you already mentioned, I I loved hearing the the, the players, the coaches, and the referees sound uh, sound up, mic'd up so we can hear them talking about it. I loved hearing the replay booth talk about it. Uh, This is just greater stuff. Uh, I love the the one, two, or three point conversion. Uh, that looked that was a, 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 an excellent uh, addition. Uh, I liked probably the idea of the new kickoff. Uh, I like again, I like no extra point kicks. I liked all that. Uh, I did not necessarily like I don't necessarily need to hear from the players and the coaches during the game as far as our sideline interviews go. Uh, I know that's a big deal. Uh, Most of all, that's going to be a long haul. You're looking for a needle in a haystack there. They're really not going to say much of anything uh, most of the time. So, yeah, on the field, it all looked pretty good. And it didn't matter it wasn't NFL players. And these were NFL quality players, by the way, obviously. So uh, most of us can't discern the the difference between that. And I I actually hark back to 1987 when you all were very small. Uh, The NFL did replacement games during a labor dispute with the players. And you know people watch those games. Again, the NFL guys, unlike in baseball and basketball, we see the players. They're under they're under helmets. They're in under all the pads and all the equipment. You can't even see who they are. So if they just have the uniform on, they look like they're NFL players. The replacement players look like NFL players. The XFL players look like NFL players. So I like the whole lot of it. I just don't want
0: to Yeah, honestly, honestly, Norman, <laughs> um, I, I don't I don't really disagree with a lot of what you're saying especially for me that goes to multiple football games every weekend, it is kind of nice to have a little bit of a break. Although for me, if I'm flipping through the channel, I'd still rather watch XFL than regular season NBA, NHL, (laughs) or college hoops. Now, when we get to March Madness, that's a little bit different. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, a lot different. I do have one last question on the XFL, though, and that is, Is there anything else they could do? Like You've made the point you don't need more football. Totally get it. But would it be if they had Kaepernick or Johnny Manziel? Would it be if they had Trevor Lawrence? Is there anything they could do so that you would write a different column or feel differently?
2: Well, I think you bring up the point that it would be nice if they had built-in names to begin with. Uh, part of their charge in, is to you know, build new brand. You know, you know, PJ Walker is he going to be the next star because he had a big game for Houston last week? So it would be nice if they had some of those guys. Uh, to me, the only other thing they could do, and, and this goes against what they want to do, actually, is I would move the league to the fall. I know that seems like professional suicide. Uh, the AFL originally went up against the NFL. It was a different America then. There were more markets available. But I would have gone, if I were them, and they may be very successful. We'll have to wait and see. I would have gone into non-NFL markets. uh, And I would go in the fall. But even if you go this time of year, what I would have done, instead of going into all NFL cities as they did, plus St. Louis, which was an NFL city, I might have tried the big markets that want the NFL, or or mid-sized markets. I might have tried St. Louis. San Antonio, Austin, Memphis, Oklahoma City, Portland, Oregon, Omaha. And yeah. I think those, those places might support teams that, you know, with 20,000, 25,000 people coming to games every week. That's a different thing I might have done. I don't think that would make it more interesting for me. I think they put out a pretty interesting product. Uh, you know, why stop with two forward passes? Make it five forward passes uh, on the same play as long, you know, as long as you're behind the line of scrimmage. But I think it's a, a good product. I just think it's at the wrong time.
1: The St. Louis Battlehawks are are one of the teams I was interested in because yeah, St. Louis deserves some football. Don't understand why for the life of the league they go to Los Angeles or play in MetLife Stadium. And to your point, I I thought I could never get sick of Chick-fil-A, and then I had it twice in 3 days, and the second <laughs> time it just wasn't very good, Norman Chad. So I kind of felt like that When I watched XFL week one, I don't know if I'll watch week two. I'm just not sure yet. I love regular season NBA right now. I mean, hell, Zion Williamson, 32 last night. Jason Tatum, 39 on a double OT win over the Clippers. So there's some good stuff happening in the NBA. Want to get your take on Miles Garrett, though, yesterday. Uh, He gets reinstated. And just when it seemed like we had moved on from the incident, he goes and pulls an Astros-like PR move and starts talking about Mason Rudolph using a racial slur, calling him the N-word. And that's in part why he swung the helmet at Miles Garrett. What did you make of him bringing that up in an ESPN interview yesterday?
2: You know, he brought that up in, in, in the wake of the, the incident originally. And obviously this is a he said, she said situation. Uh, I, I, you don't know who to believe. I, I, I didn't. I, if he brought it up again... I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I know someone asked me the other day uh, when I was playing poker. They said, There's no way he's coming back into the league because uh, they heard that he was, his suspension was being considered uh, to be ended. And I told people, if you go, you know, and, and, and Ross maybe can speak to this. I know a lot of players in the league talk about this, uh, about, about dealing with Roger Goodell. But I, I actually told them, I'm usually not right about these things. I told them, you know, if you don't kiss the brass ring, if you do all the right things, they may let you back in. They said, God, he, he swung a helmet at a player. I mean, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crime off the field. It should probably be a crime on the field. And I said, no, oh, you never know. All you have to do is say the right things to Roger and, and, and bow down, and they might let you back in. So he said all the right things to get back in, and then bang, as you say, he came out again with the, 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 the claim that, that Rudolph said something to him on the field. I don't know what to make of that since I don't know the facts.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that, Norman. I, I wanted to ask you uh, about beer. I was reading that, you, uh, that you're really into beer, and I saw a tweet. Are you into yingling these
2: days? You know, in my, uh, to give you a long story short, in my column I write uh, every, every week in the Washington Post, for years I've had an official beer. So for years ago it was Rolling Rock for a couple of reasons. Then Rolling Rock got sold to Anheuser-Busch, and I was not happy. And I switched off of uh, Anheuser-Busch. I switched off the Rolling Rock. I switched to Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer, to PBR. And then PBR supposedly was sold to some Russian interest, which actually was incorrect. And I switched off of them. And then I asked my readers to, to give me their beer choices of what their favorite beer is. And Yingling finished in the top three. And I decided that Yingling, which is actually a pretty good beer, uh, and it's the oldest brewery in America, in Pennsylvania, I decided that to go with Yingling uh, as my beer. And even though I can't even get it in California, it's, 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 it's not available in the entire country. So, yes, I, I'm not a really beer connoisseur, so I'm on the IPAs. I don't know the best beers. And obviously if I was drinking Rolling Rock and, uh, and PBR, I wasn't paying a whole lot for my beer. But uh, I went with Yingling. Uh, because it just, I, I like the fact that it was America's oldest brewery. And I actually, uh, when I've tasted it on tap in a bar, I like the taste of it.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm from near there, Norman. That's why it caught my attention. I'm from near Pottsville. And if you haven't done it, you got to do the, the brewery tour sometime. Cause it's actually like in the original caves, which is amazing where they used oh. to store, the beer. It's awesome. So. I've been drinking Yingling since I was 14 and uh, very proud of it. There are many places where you can go. I remember even in college, we went somewhere in Norm. I asked for four Yinglings and they said $2. And we all thought, wow, that's awesome. $2 each. No, it was $2 total. There were 50 cent <laughs> Yingling drafts in the coal region of Pennsylvania. It was amazing. So uh,
2: that's I am pretty cool. That is a good choice. Stick with that one moving forward. You know, I I wish when we, when I I grew up in in Maryland and we we went to the Hershey factory when we were in fourth or fifth grade, I wish they had taken me on the yingling tour instead when I was a 10-year-old. I just, I love chocolate, but I do love yingling. And uh, yeah, uh, when I I bought it, when I was sitting in sports bars, watching the NFL in New York sometimes for work on a Sunday, they would have yingling, uh, or in Maryland, they'd have yingling on tap like a special 16-ounce pint even now, that was just like four bucks for 16 ounces. And I said, that's a pretty good price, plus it's a pretty good beer, as you mentioned. So I'm glad, uh, I'm glad we, my readers picked a good beer for me.
1: Yingling's outstanding. I would love some yingling for a Valentine's Day present. Unfortunately, my wife and I, Norman, we, we don't go for the Valentine's Day uh, charade. What does the couch slouch take on Valentine's? Are you all in or are you all out?
2: Yeah, uh, on New Year's Eve and Valentine's, and my wife has never agreed with this, uh, just like the XFL, I'm all out. We celebrate Valentine's Day the night before. We celebrate New Year's Eve the night before. Uh, it's to avoid the crowds and avoid the, the, the bigger prices, and uh, that's been my specialty for a number of years. It's, uh, it's, it, it hasn't been popular with her, particularly on the New Year's Eve thing. But the New Year's end, you know, the old, the old, you know, the old expression, people, guy, uh, guys, is that you know, amateurs, only amateurs go out on New Year's Eve. It's just a lot of problems out there. So I thought I was being brilliant uh, when I thought of the December thirtieth trick. She's never agreed with me. Same thing with Valentine's Day. But yeah, I don't. I tend not to see my wife on Valentine's Day. I think it's extended the marriage by at least two years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love that we we see valentine's day the exact same way couch lots mormon chad check them out great to have you on the show love to have you back sir
2: sure by the way take the wildcats this weekend uh, getting the points they have never lost two games in a row all
1: right give me one more you you, you got one more one more xfl betting tip
2: yeah i'm taking the, the defenders uh giving the points against the guardians uh, my my tipsters tell me the Guardians are having some financial problems already uh, I mean forget about talking about the A-gap they can't even afford a B-gap uh, so the Guardians are having some money problems I take the defenders giving the points and I'll take the Wildcats getting the points
1: and with that some breaking XFL news from the couch lounge Norma Jad good stuff <laughs> on that betting tips on this coming weekend's XFL week 2 good to have you on sir
2: alright thanks guys have a good one
1: Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home & Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. exclusively on the Radio.com app or at Radio.com slash home.
2: And home & Home.